Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network refused to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for June 11th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. Reject revolution, stand for peaceful restoration, that's what we do. And understand the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions that we have at our fingertips. Listener Nick Testaccio said, beware of new gun legislation. Amen to that, ladies and gentlemen. The Republicans are starting to sell us south. We also talked about this new, I don't know what you want to call it, product on the market, service on the market. Uh, I guess a team of former Navy SEALs and military veterans have developed Gun detection technology now implemented in over 25 states. You say, well, what is it, Sam? Founded in 2018, this company called Zero Eyes is an artificial intelligence company, and they have developed what they call the solution to active shootings in schools and in public places. Yeah, the Zero Eyes technology is installed alongside your current surveillance cameras cameras, uh, and systems in schools. And, of course, same thing with businesses or whatever. It can be installed anywhere. They say it uses artificial intelligence and analytics technology that can detect concealed firearms. Now, in my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, riddled with all kinds of problems. Um. You look at this thing and you go, man, what's going on? Yeah, what they want to do is they say that they can have artificial intelligence scan everybody. The capabilities of the camera can determine who has weapons. Uh, Then the AI will decide how threatening the situation is and then pass it to a live viewer for final analysis. And they say that they can literally alert and get to everybody faster. That's the key to the technology. My response is it's absolutely, completely insane violating every constitutional reality we have. It's unconstitutional as all get out. Um, deciding that you're going to violate privacy is a serious concern in the first place. But secondarily, then the thought police, AI-wise and or human-wise, determining that you're a criminal before you ever get started, putting you on a, quote, watch list. What about innocent until proven guilty? Uh, what about the Fourth and Fifth Amendments of privacy? How do you know that the guy's a bad guy with a gun instead of a good guy with a gun? See, all these determining realities will conflict with every right we have in America. It is insane and needs to be stopped, but that's what they're doing. Domestically, they want to take away guns from the good guys, but we know guns in the hands of good guys are what stop the problems every time. Now, the U.S. military, strangely enough, depends almost entirely on the communist nation of China for a mineral called antimony, which is essential to the production of ammunition and other products okay that's according to defense news the u.s has no domestic mine for the mineral antimony which by the way is used in the production of not only ammunition but night vision goggles um, armor piercing bullets explosives not to mention nuclear weapons now china in particular does a remarkably good job at 
hoarding these materials. Even a Democratic representative from Massachusetts, Seth Moulton, claims this. He's a member of the House Arms and Services Committee. China clearly has a comprehensive global strategy to corner the market on these materials. Imagine if we let the communist nation of China do that. What an insane reality check. In hour two, we talked with Dr. Scott Bradley more about this. And uh, we talked about the Supreme Court allows Pennsylvania to count undated signed ballots. Yeah, so you don't even have to have a dated ballot anymore. And then they say there's no vote fraud. Well, <clears throat> if you ignore all the laws and all the rules and just dismiss it and say people can do whatever they want to, then I guess there is no vote fraud, is there? HIV-positive individuals can now serve in the military, but if you don't have a COCOVAX, you can't. That's the latest scandal from the CDC. And we talked about, according to Gas Buddy, an a national average of gas is over $5 a gallon and no relief expected soon. We also talked about the United States widens Tesla inquiry about the safety of the Tesla autopilot. It's not safe. We've told you that forever. And uh, there you have it, but your government's going to go ahead and look into it. What does that mean? Why didn't they look into it before it got approved to be on the roads in the first place? Why look at it after all these deaths and confusion and tragedies and accidents on the back end? Because that's what government usually does. Look at the FDA. Every approved drug comes back later, and they're like, oh, my gosh, this drug is horrible. We better. Isn't that after they were supposed to vet it for us in the first place, right? It's insane. And believe it or not, 16 states are now suing the Postal Service. Why? Because of new gas-powered trucks. They claim that, hey, uh, the post office is not being environmentally friendly enough, so we're going to have 16 whacked-out liberal extreme states just sue your post office. That ought to fix it, right? See, these people have lost their marble. There's divisions everywhere in America. Everything is hate-filled, attack, re-attack, counter-attack, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. It's insane. The only answer is to turn to Christ, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know how many times to say that. But I'm telling you, it's the only real solution. Repenting before God individually as families, society mirrors the family. There you go. Uh, if we follow the Ten Commandments and the two great commandments that the law hangeth on, if you will, love the Lord thy God and love thy neighbor, we could solve this thing very quickly in society. Without it, we're going to always be searching for the truth and never coming to the knowledge of reality. We're going to always live in this, you know, oh, my gosh, we've got to build a better mousetrap, man. Never coming to the knowledge of the truth. The truth, by the way, shall set you free. Speaking of the truth setting us free, Chris Carlson's here to tell the truth. Welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Yes, sir. Without God, we cannot win. With God, we cannot lose. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in the fight. Lieutenant Carlson reporting for duty, sir. Headline says every other cor correction is either useless or a new evil. Quote from Joel Skousen's latest World Affairs Brief. Chris? Yeah, well, the quote is actually from Thomas Jefferson, and the whole quote goes like this, Sam. When once a republic is corrupted, there's no possibility of remedying any of the growing evils, but by removing the corruption and restoring its lost principles, every other correction is either useless or a new evil. Thomas Jefferson. So, and, and, and that I'm going to, we're going to talk about that in connection with the Uvalde shooting and how we're trying to correct one evil well, with we, another Before evil. we get to the Uvalde shooting, though, let's talk about in general uh, for a second. We always try to solve one ill with another ill. 
And let's take case in point. This private company, this zero eyes thing that I mentioned yesterday and I highlighted today, they want to go ahead and have this AI surveillance technology, spy on you, find out you have a gun, and then make it determine if Chris Carlson or Sam Bushman is a good guy or a bad guy, and they want to do that to everybody. But what they're doing is they're violating all of your God-given inalienable rights. They're violating all of the government protections that have been in place by the Founding Fathers in this one instance. But we think that the ends justifies the means. What we're really doing is just jettisoning one evil going to another. I'll give you another example. We got rid of slavery in America. Wisely so. Wonderfully so. Nobody's for slavery if you're in your right mind. It's evil. But then we basically cranked up the IRS and turned everybody into financial slaves. Right? We also then have black yeah. people on in government districts or whatever you want to call them. Uh, in hoods across the country, we have them in what? Government sanctioned housing, Section 8 housing, and everything else. We've almost turned them into modern-day slaves where the mom and the kids are all on the government toll. And we pretend that's a different kind of slavery. Uh, at least the slavery in the old days, they had to work. Nowadays, hey, they don't even have to work to be on the dole. Either way, what you have is government in the middle of all of it. And we trade one ill for another and think we're on uh, solid ground. We do it all the time. Uh, we don't want slavery, but yet we lock down every citizen o- over COVID. Uh, we shut down businesses, and then we say, oh, my gosh, the economy is doing horrible. Well, yeah, you forced to shut it down. What do you expect? We better give people money then to take care of the one evil for another. It goes on and on and on and on. Uh, and the shooting is no different, Chris. But I wanted to highlight that because Thomas Jefferson, quote, has broad uh, repercussions. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're seeing that Thomas Jefferson was more of a prophet than we realized. And we, we ought to obey the wise counsel of our founding fathers. Uh, I mean, their quotes are all over the Internet. I mean, you don't even have to uh, dust off old books to, to find those quotes. But um, – and l- let me talk about the shooting in particular, how uh, the corruption of constitutional principles actually leads to these problems that we are now facing. And by adding more insults to injury, we're just going to exacerbate the situation. And let me also uh, help people to understand these people that are doing these school shootings, Sam, they're not right-wing radicals. If you look at the, Const- if you look at the Declaration of Independence, you know, the, the Declaration of Independence was written in order to protect life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, a.k.a. property. And if you look at people who go around uh, and, and uh, perpetrate these school shootings, they are doing just the opposite. They are taking away life. They're taking away liberty. They're taking away property. So are they really right-wing extremists? Because right-wing extremists, in my definition, Sam, is somebody who preserves life, who preserves uh, property who reserves preserves liberty so these people by definition are not right-wing extremists they are left-wing extremists and congress is t- uh, approaching the situation trying to remedy the situation by doing exactly the same thing that they claim to be mitigating against sam they're taking away life liberty and property quick pause ladies and gentlemen chris carlson's just cranking it up We're talking about the school shootings that took place. The details are shocking. The more you learn, the more we find out. Liberty Roundtable live in seconds.
The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education, conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. Chris Carlson and Sam Bushman on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about the ever-changing official story, which is always the case with these shootings, ladies and gentlemen, suggesting manipulation and a cover-up, to say the least. Chris? Yeah, and then I don't want to go through the entire timeline. That would be boring. But suffice I'll go ahead with the details, Sam, though. I think some of it's quite interesting here uh, well, because look, the timeline look, yeah. really betrays uh, the cover-up at this point. Exactly. No, no. We'll we'll cover the salient points along that timeline. But at 1127 on the morning of the shooting, um, the shooter, whose name, let's just not mention his name for purposes that we've already discussed. Uh, at 1127, he crashed his brand new pickup truck, which is another question. How did he get this brand new pickup truck? And we'll get into that a little later. Uh, at 1127, an hour and 23 minutes later, the suspect was neutralized. He was killed by an off-duty uh, Border Patrol officer. Why did it take an hour and, and 23 minutes? Uh, the 9-11 calls uh, were issued as early as 11.32. And a school resource officer uh, arrived on the scene at that time because, uh, you know, he had heard the, the commotion. So, I mean, at least they had an hour and, what, 19 minutes, give or take? How, why isn't Congress digging into why it took an hour, nearly an hour and a half to neutralize this killer after he had killed 19 children and two teachers? It, but instead of trying to get to the bottom of the story and finding the facts and what really happened, Congress, in their knee-jerk reaction, automatically goes to the gun control card. Do not get it, Sam. 
in, instead of trying to get to the bottom of the issue, they are just, they're going to, like I said, they're remedying one problem with another. So, look, yeah, let's talk a little bit about some of the inconsistencies. And Joel Skousen, again, I'm sorry, I should have given credit at the beginning of, of this segment, worldaffairsbrief.com. He breaks it down brilliantly, as he always does. He says, uh, for 10, 10 to 12 minutes, here's another question that has not yet been answered by the mainstream media. Uh, for 10 to 12 minutes, uh, the shooter uh, shot over 100 rounds at neighboring homes and a nearby funeral home. Joe Skousen says, as I mentioned last week, the armed school resource officer that was off duty and came rushing to the school to engage the shooter but did nothing to stop him has disappeared from the narrative. Okay, question number one. Okay, uh, a video has surfaced of two police officers uh, standing watching Ramos get ready to enter the school, and they do not appear to try to stop him or to follow him. Question number two. Okay, and then we've talked, we talked about this one. I know you have. A teacher had, and this is from NBC New York, so this is mainstream media. A teacher had propped the door open shortly before the shooter entered the school in Uvalde, Texas, on May 24th. They have now determined that the teacher, who has not been identified, propped the door open with a rock, but then removed the rock and closed the door when she realized that there was a shooter on campus, but the door did not lock, which is highly suspect. Doors just don't not lock. Um, and if, if the door had, had had a problem before, why didn't they tr address that? And why are no why are the why is the media I should say not answering any of these questions? Instead, they're just knee jerk reactionarily going to the gun control. That's how we're going to solve this. Instead of trying to find out why it took an hour and 32 minutes for um, dozens of police officers and uh, border patrol officers in the area to neutralize this suspect. It doesn't add up all this. And there's probably a, a lot more. Um, I know that um, Kate Daly has put together a long list of inconsistencies and questions that have not yet been answered. And what not to mention the parents. This? Go ahead. What do you say about this, ladies and gentlemen? The parents are literally shut down from going in. They're begging and pleading for someone to go in. There's dozens of cops there, many in the hallway, many outside, all of them twiddling their thumbs, supposedly waiting for some kind of military shields to protect them, worrying about their own safety more than the safety of anybody else. Parents are begging to go in. One actually goes in, right? Yeah, that was um, Ramos, the one who actually neutralized the suspect. I'm using technical terms here. But that's the jargon they used. You know, they neutralized. Jacob they Alvarado is his name. Jacob Alvarado. Oh yeah, I was right. talking Ramos. Ramos is, I guess, the, the suspect. Yeah. So that so that's there's that list of questions, and then there's indirect evidence that Joel Skousen goes into. Uh, an estimated nine thousand dollars worth worth of weaponry was somehow obtained by this kid who was working at Wendy's. Boy, they must be paying a lot for their employees nowadays, Sam. Either that or there's something else going on that we're not being told. Do you want to go into that? Yes, please. Several gun experts have pointed out, and this is Joel Skousen again, World Affairs Brief. Guys, subscribe to this. It's only $50 a year. It's great information. He does a deep, deep dive on all these uh, current issues that should concern us. 
So, but several gun experts have pointed out that there are many indirect evidences of deep state involvement. How else did Ramos, with only a low-paying part-time job at Wendy's, afford almost $9,000 in weaponry, hundreds of rounds of ammo, a tactical vest, a semi-auto automatic handgun with ammo and AR magazines to hold all the AR ammo? This soldier, and there's a soldier that that adds up all of this because you know he's an expert on on these things. Nine thousand dollars worth of this stuff uh, bought at a, a local uh, gun shop, Oasis Outback. Not to mention the truck that he crashed into the ditch. How do how do we reconcile that with reality, Sam? I I can't, and no nobody in the media is asking those questions. We are, of course, but. Nobody yeah, else. Yeah, so literally media. super nice truck, plenty of money for guns, supposedly super highly trained. I mean, they couldn't even get the guy out of there. Every time they got near, the cops would be supposedly grazed by bullets. This guy was like sharpshooter military Rambo, Richard and Snot, nice truck, just rolling in, no worries in the world. Supposedly a high-talented, high-skilled shooter. How did all that happen from a derelict? How did this guy write an incredible manifesto about his intentions and everything else and publish it online and no one's paying attention and all these different things, but yet this guy's probably just some malcontent that can't even get along in society? The the information yeah. from, hey, he worked at a, at a restaurant. I'm not downing any workers from restaurants, uh, but I'm saying, look, this guy had a very entry-level job. Uh, he didn't have the wherewithal to, to deal with society at all, obviously, but yet somehow... Hey, this guy's like high-tech Rambo, get it done, plenty of cash, the world. How come no one's digging, folks? That really is of great concern, Chris. It really is. And um, of greater concern is is some very bombshell information about the Buffalo shooting that um, that may shed some light on what really happened down in Uvalde. And, again, Joel Skousen does a deep dive. And this is information that uh, I didn't even know was available. I guess it was recently uh, exposed in the Buffalo News. Now we're talking about the Buffalo shooting, um, and this is what um, the Buffalo Buffalo News recently reported about the uh, Buffalo shooter. What's an FBI agent doing on Discord? I guess Discord is like a social media platform. You, you've probably heard of that. What is a yeah? Isn't FBI it interesting? Agent? Isn't it interesting though that on Discord? So think of the word Discord for a minute. That's where the FBI agent, retired agents, hanging out with this murderer on Discord. Yeah, highly, highly suspect, unless you understand the nature of the deep state. The deep state is very satanic. It, it's going to hang out on, on obviously, a, a, a social media platform called Discord. is not a place where anybody should be hanging out. Anyway, continue with the quote. What is an FBI agent doing on Discord chatting with a mass shooter during, during his retirement, the FBI agent's retirement. Is that how you would spend your time during your golden years? What's even more incredible is that the FBI agent did not call the FBI to warn anyone about the planned shooting. And this is mainstream media, the Buffalo News from Buffalo, New York, Sam. This is not some right-wing radical fringe news outlet. Continuing the quote, law enforcement officers are investigating whether a retired federal agent had about 30 minutes advance notice of the shooting. Okay, authorities believe the former agent, believed to be from Texas, was one of at least, check this out, Sam, six individuals who regularly communicated with accused gunman Peyton Gendron. 
in an online chat room where racist hatred was discussed, the two officials said. Boom. Have you ever heard of that? Has CNN reported on that? Did Fox talk about this uh, Buffalo News uh, report? I haven't heard and anything. Nobody nobody really highlighted it enough to get uh, traction, that's for sure. Oftentimes what they do, Chris, in the media is they'll have somebody, one of their 50 minions, cover something. Uh, and then nobody else will cover it. But yet if we ever bring it up, they'll say, no, 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 it was covered right here. But they know that it wasn't really, the story wasn't really told broadly enough to gain traction or matter. They do that all the time, so they have kind of a way out if we catch them at it. We've caught them at this one, I'll tell you that right now. More details in seconds with Chris Carlson on your radio. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News. Officials say up to 200 Ukrainian soldiers are being killed every day since Russian military began its attack on the Ukraine. The numbers have grown since Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky put the daily death toll up to 100. Officials are suggesting the only way they will be able to make the Russians turn back if the West help with weaponry. Speaking of weaponry, French President Emmanuel Macron has said his country, quote, will remain mobilized to meet Ukraine's needs, including heavy weapons. This was all confirmed during a call with President Zelensky. The two also discussed humanitarian and military support. This is USA Radio News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Rudy Giuliani's status as a lawyer may be in jeopardy as the District of Columbia Board of Professional Responsibility has opened a disciplinary office filing over his claim in Pennsylvania federal court that the presidential election was stolen. Giuliani was already suspended from practicing law in New York last June. 
While prices keep rising in the U.S., American wages are down. Between May of last year and May of this year, average hourly earning fell by 2.5%. The figure was revealed as part of an economic data release, which included the May Consumer Price Index report. It said prices have risen 8.6% over the last year, which hasn't been seen since 1981. This is USA Radio News. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Carlson with me. Without God, we can never win. With God, we can never lose. The fight and the battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in the fight as we serve our God. Once a republic is corrupted, ladies and gentlemen, there is no possibility of remedying any of the growing evils, but by removing the corruption and restoring its lost principles, Thomas Jefferson, that's the reality check we face as we discuss these gun assaults as of recent. The ever-official changing story is what we're talking about. It's evidence of a dysfunctional media in or and society. It's a dysfunctional media and a dysfunctional society at the helm of all this. We're being deceived, and the facts are being uh, highlighted but conflicted. The mainstream press won't talk about those conflicts. They just say, wow, bad guy with a gun. Get rid of guns. That's the mainstream media in bed with your deep state. But ladies and gentlemen, anxious parents were kept from entering the building by dozens of police. But one man managed to kind of bust through. Jacob Alvarado is his name. And he rushed to the school with a borrowed shotgun from his barber. And I guess he went in to rescue his teacher slash wife and daughter. Theblaze.com with that piece. Now, Governor Abbott literally held a meeting about this. And it turns out this school recently had an active shooter drill. Would this kind of cover up and backpedaling, ladies and gentlemen? It's no wonder that the Uvalde police and the Uvalde school district are no longer cooperating with the Texas probe of the shooting. You've got infighting and confusion all the way through on this thing. And the reason that I spend so much time on this before we turn it back over to Chris is because, look, folks, the more we learn to investigate these things quickly, we're catching on to their MO, if you will. And that way we know where to dig. And so we know there's always psychotropic drugs involved, with rare exception. We know that usually there's some kind of government involvement. There's some kind of an FBI, CIA, Pentagon, some deep state kind of military or otherwise agent involved with these people. We know they're highly unstable. We know they don't have stable families. We know that somehow they have money that exceeds their ability to really make this all happen, and yet they're highly trained, precisioned, capable, but yet in life they're not. And the, so we're gaining on this. So the question becomes, were FBI agents involved in the Buffalo shooting? So now we're talking about two different shootings, and we need to be careful so we don't mix up the details of these two. But we're highlighting that, hey, what is an FBI agent doing on Discord chatting with the mass shooter during his retirement. Is that how you'd spend your retirement years? See, so the Buffalo shooting, we have a lot more MO on. The FBI did not even call anybody 
saying about the shooting. Or, uh, he knew about it ahead of time, didn't even do anything to call or stop it or anything else. We're seeing more and more and more of this. Uh, and so both shootings, we're starting to see real cracks in the narrative from the mainstream press in bed with government, Chris. Yeah, so the, yeah, going back to the, um, the Buffalo shooting, as we were talking about, upwards to six uh, former CIA officers, I'm sorry, FBI officers, I get the two mixed up, were actually involved with, um, with brainwashing Peyton Gendry uh, just before this shooting occurred. And this is documented. This is not some fringe uh, news outlet. This is the Buffalo News, and I'm quoting from it. And there's one in particular that they um, refer to as Sandman. I don't know if you've heard about this guy. FBI agents are also trying to determine the identity of an individual Gendron calls Sandman and Saint Sandman in his lengthy social media diary that appeared on Discord 30 minutes before the attack, Sam. The source said in, in the diary, Gendron indicates Sandman counsels him on manufacturers of AR-15 semi-automatic rifles and their quality. And here's a quote. Uh, apparently, they were able to extract uh, some of the, uh, the dialogues that uh, Gendry and this, quote, Sandman, unquote, individual had. And here's what Sandman was, was telling Gendry. He says, when the time finally comes to deal decisively with a whole host of society's problems and not go to prison for it. So apparently they, they promised him that he wouldn't uh, suffer any consequences for what he was about to do. You'll know. Just be ready. You have spent your entire life from the day you were born right up to this very moment reading this sentence, coming to where you are right now. Look around you. Are you content with where you are right now? Are you where you want to be? If so, continue to march. If not, what are you going to do about it? What's your plan? Get and keep your mind, body, and spirit right. Pray, lift, run, read, shoot, and teach your kids to do the same things, unquote. Is that not chilling, Sam? It's shocking, but again, it, uh, nothing. we've seen this kind of pattern every time there's a provocateur involved. Every time there's somebody uh, that eggs on uh, the misfit malcontent, the very unstable, mentally ill person. Every time we see this pattern, we just have a little bit more intel on this one uh, than normal. That's what I mean by the more we learn to investigate this, the more we learn to watch and dig in faster, we gain more intel about what they're really doing. And the pattern always fits. They can say we're nuts, but the pattern repeats itself over and over and over and over. And this is more evidence. The inconsistencies in the media, uh, they, they, you know, facts come out and then they jettison those facts. And we see it over and over, Chris. Yeah. And, you know, we have to connect dots, you know. Uh, obviously, in the Uvalde shooting, we don't have uh, smoking gun information, forgive the pun. But, um, you know, maybe some will come out, maybe it won't. But what we need to realize is, like we talked about two weeks ago, Sam, these things didn't happen when we were kids. And the reason they didn't happen is because we were a righteous society. We turned to God for answers instead of to government. And that is one of the, the biggest problems we have today. People, even so-called Christians, and I hate to say that because it sounds like I'm, I'm being judgmental, but I'm not. Even Christians are turning increasingly to government to solve their problems, and that's the wrong approach because let me tell you, when we turn to, to government to answer our questions or to remedy our problems, Sam, 
we simultaneously turn our backs on God, and God withdraws his spirit from among us, creating a void that is filled. And a lot of times it's filled by these false alternatives. Um, just like Thomas Jefferson said, when we, and I'll just read the quote again because I think it bears repeating. Once a republic is corrupted, there's no possibility of remedying any of the growing evils but by removing the corruption and restoring its lost principles. And that principle would be turning to God and looking to him instead of government to solve our problems. And he goes on, of course, and says every other correction is either useless or a new evil, unquote, Thomas Jefferson. So, and then Joel Skousen actually talks a lot about the satanic influences that are increasing in society and how they are used to program these mass shooters, just like uh, we talked about the Gendry one and the, the one down in Uvalde. Uh, he, he says, and I quote from Joel Skousen's World Affairs Brief, in last week's brief, I took the position that this was a satanically influenced shooting because in the absence of direct evidence of FBI or other deep state involvement in mind control, and then he, he in parentheses, he says hypnosis plus mood altering drugs. I know that Satan is quite capable of prodding unstable people to do evil acts with guns, including suicide at the end of the shooting. And, um, and, and I know that's true. Now, can I prove that there was uh, insider satanic-influenced uh, mechanisms used in the Uvalde shooting? No, I can't. Uh, I can connect the dots and, and make some assumptions. And obviously, if somebody commits an atrocious act like that, Sam, obviously Satan has to be involved. No level-minded, right-minded individual is going to try to pull something like that off. He has to be prodded by some very powerful, some very evil forces. Yet we're completely and totally uh, eliminating that possibility from these equations. And we're going directly to the gun control card. You know, government can solve this by taking away more of our rights. And, and we're just offending God more and more and more. And he's withdrawing his spirit more and more and more from society. And it's just exacerbating. It creates a vicious cycle. And we need to recognize you know, just like we talked about two weeks ago, Sam, the, the problem is essentially a spiritual problem. And once we come to grips with that fact and get on our knees and humble ourselves and recognize the source of, of the solutions of these problems, not government, God, we will begin to start the process of repentance and restoration of this noble republic. And we need to do that. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. This is a serious, serious issue, though, because, ladies and gentlemen, with the deep state, with government provocateur agents, with classified information, with their ability to cover up, with the media being in bed with them and carrying forward the agenda by not highlighting or not focusing on or ignoring certain facts while absolutely laser life focus focusing on other confusing issues um, derails the public. The public is propagandized to the point where they can't see straight on this stuff, folks. Liberty Roundtable Live.
There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, a shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules. Join the special virtual premiere and Q&A on May 7th. Get your tickets now. Available only at 2000mules.com. 2000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8:44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Ever-changing official story is really evidence of a dysfunctional media and dysfunctional society, ladies and gentlemen. But, you know, it's dysfunctional because it betrays the principles that make America great, but it's very functional at its ability to intentionally manipulate and propagandize the public. You know, we want to believe that the media is just confused. They're a bunch of idiots that they don't know what they're doing. No, no, no. They know exactly what they're doing. They come across as incompetent when it serves their purposes. But the truth is, it's highly organized. And I'll get into this next hour, ladies and gentlemen, about this prime time coverage. Over 20 plus million watched January 6th hearing on Thursday. Okay, this is huge. Uh, they're, they're, this is very intentional. And the propaganda continues. Uh, and it's all by design. It's evil, ladies and gentlemen. But you know what? Uh, we're FBI agents involved in the Buffalo shooting. You know what? There's great, great conflicting evidence that submits beyond probable cause that likely that's the case. Do we have all the facts? No, we don't. It's impossible to get it with their cover-ups and their classified information and the media spin. Was the door propped open or not, for instance? Well, we were told that it wasn't. Then we were told that it was. Then we were told that, it well, it was open, but then it was closed, but it didn't lock. Now we're trying to find out why it didn't lock. So, again, we're supposed to believe that, wow, that teacher closed the door. Thank heavens they were doing something. But golly, it locks every other time. It just didn't lock this time. Okay, all I'm telling you is, oh, and what happens when uh, the reason that they have all this conflicting information is because they know that if they have conflicting information, they go back and forth on 100 points. At the end of the day, they can avoid most of those points, and they can leave um, 
residue of dishonesty in the minds of the media to, and in the minds of the public to where we can't really understand what happened. Well, I, it's just too confusing. We'll never know if the door was open or not or locked or not. We'll really never know what the cops were thinking. The guy says that they were trying to solve this and they were bringing people to safety. They weren't negligent and not going in. Now his story comes out later. And all this back and forth and confusion is designed to propagandize the people. Chris, what's a, a guy on Discord uh, from FBI retired guy doing? Well, pretty soon his name will just vanish and you won't really know and no one will dig into it and, and so on. And they do this because then it makes the real narrative very hard to pin down. The real, true timeline, very hard to nail down with conflicting numbers, and we'll get to the bottom of it. And, oh, man, they had a drill right before this. That's a common pattern, too. Whenever we see a false flag, there's always a drill that's near or uh, at the same time as the event. Every time we see these hallmark reality checks, they say we're crazy. We continue to gather the very limited evidence that we can possibly get with the conflicting information. With, we don't have the ability to interview witnesses. They classify information. They take stuff off the table. They add stuff to the table, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it just goes on and on and on and on. Uh, but there you have it, uh, Chris. With this kind of cover-up and this kind of meddling, I don't know that we'll ever really have the real handle on all the details of any of these shootings. Um, not until the Savior comes, and he will come, and he will reveal the acts, the secret acts of men. And they will be spoken upon the housetops. Let me read you a scripture, 2 Nephi chapter 30, verse 17, Sam. And I take a lot of consolation. Now, just so, people understand, just so people understand, uh, Chris considers this scripture, so do I. Uh, some of you may not, but it is, in a book of, it is in the Book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ, if you want to look it up. The Book of Mormon, like the Bible, has a bunch of different books in it, written by different prophets uh, in history. Uh, and this um, one is, where is it again? It's in Second Nephi, chapter 30. All right. So uh, there's a prophet by the name of Nephi. It's Second Nephi because there's a First Nephi. It's like First and Second Corinthians or whatever. Okay. So it's, it's uh, the second book of Nephi. And here is the writings uh, from that book. Call it scripture. Call it whatever you want. Very prophetic. Here it is. There is nothing which is secret, save it shall be revealed. There is no work of darkness, save it shall be made manifest in the light. And there is nothing which is sealed upon the earth, save it shall be loosed. And Sam, I take great consolation in the fact that eventually all of these things will be exposed. There, nobody will be able to get away with any crimes in this world, especially against our noble republic, which God, through his, through his uh, elect servants like Thomas Jefferson and George Washington and Benjamin Franklin, have set up to our benefit. And it's up to us whether we perpetuate the freedoms and liberties that we've enjoyed over the last 235 years in this land. And, and God's not going to force it upon us. But God will save this noble republic for us, and he will expose the fact that we were deceived on many, many, many fronts in, here in these um, what seem to be the waning years of this republic so that we can um, restore it, and so that we cannot repeat those same mistakes, so we don't set up a central bank so that the, our enemies can spend endless amounts of money and, and create uh, all these deceptions behind closed doors. Anyway, I, I went, kind of went on ad nauseum there, off on a tangent. But, but yeah, I take consolation in the fact that, um, that all these secret acts will be revealed. We'll know uh, who, where, and why. 
these people committed these evil acts and what methods they were were used to uh, facilitate that and how Satan really was uh, uh, a very active participant in, in these and how turning to God, you know, and not to satanic government to solve our problems uh, is the way to go. Anyway, there's that. Do you want to talk about Peter Navarro? A little bit. I do. I want to highlight really quick, though, that this video, this YouTube video that uh, you had sent from Tucker Carlson, it's long. And so we can't play it all. But a a quick summary is in order here, Chris. Yes, sir. So Peter Navarro, if you recall, was he was uh, in the Trump administration. He has a Ph.D. in economics from Harvard University. Very smart guy. Uh, And he's uh, he's very tough on China. And he helped. Donald Trump uh, established a trade policy with China that was beneficial to America, but it didn't really work, and we don't want to go into that maybe another day. But apparently, he uh, was suspected of having some communications with Donald Trump concerning the January 6th, quote, riots, unquote. And uh, Congress basically subpoenaed those conversations that he had with the president uh, in order to, in, to, to investigate him or I guess more accurately to make it appear as if he was in cahoots with the president in orchestrating the January 6th riots. And uh, Peter Navarro invoked what is referred to as executive privilege. And as a result, Congress held him in contempt. And the Justice Department under, um, under Garland uh, arrested him. Now he's in jail for apparently... Uh, not cooperating with Congress in an investigation over January 6th, which, as you mentioned many times, is a, just a big charade and a propaganda stunt. While Michael Sussman, who was the lawyer for Hillary Clinton, who did lie and in emails has been proven to have lied to the FBI, uh, did not have to invoke executive privilege because he was uh, tried and found not guilty for lying to the FBI because on the jury that he was um, found not guilty on, there were three members of the jury who were lit- who literally had given money to the Hillary Clinton campaign. And it was a uh, Obama-appointed judge. So he goes free, even though it was obvious he has something to do with this. You remember the Steele dossier? And then he lied to the FBI about not having anything to do with the Steele dossier or not knowing about its fraudulent nature, which has been definitively proven to be a lie, the Steele dossier, you know, accusing Trump of having some weird sexual activities over in Russia. Anyway, I don't mean to go again. I don't want to go too far off on that tangent. So Michael Sussman goes free, who was proven to have lied to the FBI. Peter Navarro is in jail. Because he um, he snubbed Congress on contempt of Congress over an activity over this so-called January 6th riot that was actually uh, driven by agents provocateur. And I'm very proud of Tucker Carlson, who actually mentioned Ray Epps in his commentary. And I think we need to get that name out because that's kind of a rallying point for the fact that federal agents were involved with January 6th so-called riots. And we need to expose the fact that these things do not happen spontaneously. And the people who are involved in, in them 
were not right right wing radicals, Sam. They were left wing radicals. Based on the definition that I gave at the beginning of the show today, the fact that they destroy property, that they have no regard for human life, proves to me that they are left wing and not right wing radicals. If you want to use that false left right paradigm, which you and I know is is just a, a distraction from the real issues. Anyway, that's kind of a, a quick summary of what. Um, there you have Dr. it. You got to ask reported. why are certain people in jail and other people are not in jail? Yeah, why it is seems, the Eric Holder? It, se- it seems to me that the left wing has absolute control on things like you wouldn't believe. And, and when we say the left wing, right wing paradigm is deceptive, it is. Uh, at least from a factual point of view. In other words, it's really the deep state against the rest of us. The media is part of the deep state against us. But the left-right paradigm does have relevance in that they use it against us. So even though it's a false paradigm, it's used. So the left wing, for example, they're allowed to commit violence of, uh, or acts of violence and crime all last summer. But the right wasn't. Uh, when it comes to going to jail, hey, Hillary's not in jail. Uh, but you know what? Roger Stone got lucky. Or he would have been in jail. They're trying to make Donald Trump go to jail. Uh, you know, there's allegations of uh, Trump trying to make Hillary go to jail, but it was just talk. Okay, but they're really putting conservatives in jail, left and right, over this January 6th scenario. And when we uh, talk next hour, we'll dig into this January 6th uh, in more detail. Uh, but I'm telling you right now, it's interesting how the left really has control. They were able to put together lies about a dossier against Trump for over two years, spending over $30 million on the false allegations. When we make allegations, they just go, ah, conspiracy nut, dismissed. Next. So uh, we've got a real battle on our hands from the deep state and the media dividing Americans. And literally the liberals going free, the conservatives getting prosecuted in many cases to the fullest extent of the law. We're seeing that over and over. But I want to finalize the hour by saying, ladies and gentlemen, remember, the secret acts of men shall be spoken upon the housetops. We will get to the truth. It may take a while. It may not be pretty along the way. But we will get to the truth. The truth is God's. And God really wins in the end. Let's never forget that point, Chris. Yes, he does. And I take consolation in that fact, Sam, and I trust in God. I don't trust in government because the way things are going, it just gets worse and worse and worse. So I'm prepared to hunker down and hopefully weather this storm. And I know that God is a gracious God and is a just God. And justice will be administered ultimately. And I take great consolation in that fact. And I say, without God, go ahead, Sam. And I think it's important that we understand this. We want to be on the Lord's side who? Chris? Yep. Without God, we cannot win. With God, we cannot lose. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in the fight. Lieutenant Carlson and liberty-loving patriots everywhere, continuing our duty, sir. Hour one in the can, hour two coming up. Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. That's what we do six days a week, two hours a day. On the Sabbath, we rest. But not only is the broadcast live six days a week, it's archived and available on demand for your listening pleasure anytime. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Share the love, spread the word. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.
Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use. No doubt continues now. This is the broadcast for June the 11th in the year of our Lord 2022. This is our two of two. The goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we believe in the supreme law of the land. That is the rule of law in America, folks. we got to stick with it. We're also convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founders. What are the great solutions we have? We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. Last hour, we talked to Chris Carlson in detail about gun rights. And uh, we talked about with this kind of cover-up and backpedaling, it's no wonder that there's conflicts and problems and divisions and confusions. And But ladies and gentlemen, understand the secret acts of men shall be spoken about the housetops. They will not get away with these crimes. Uh, it doesn't matter how secretive they uh, become in their criminal activity. We will eventually expose them. God will help us get that done. Welcome to the broadcast. Hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic. Last hour, just to make it even more clear, uh, we talked about uh, this Thomas Jefferson quote, when once a republic is corrupted, there is no possibility of remedying any of the growing evils, but by removing the corruption and restoring its lost principles, every other corruption is just useless or another new evil. In other words, basically, folks, you've got to return to God. You've got to repent, and you've got to clean up the dishonesty and the secrecy. And the Okay, we've got to get that done. And the ever-changing official story on these latest shootings is fascinating and just shows a dysfunctional media and society. Now, they're very functional in taking away our freedoms and deceiving the people and propaganda, propagandizing the people. I get it. But I will say that, look, this is uh, critical to understand. They're not dysfunctional when it comes to the propaganda. Uh, they pitch it as dysfunctional. It shows a dysfunctional society and media because the media, the whole purpose of the media is to be a watchdog, to keep an eye on, to make sure that there aren't secret combinations that get above the people. Okay, The goal of the media really is not to seek for power but to pull it down. But the media is failing in that function as they continue to partner with government in the tyrannical agenda of the deep state. You see? All right, there you have all that. Uh, if you want to hear more about the shootings and the FBI agent information we have, what is an FBI agent doing or uh, with or chatting with this, quote, shooter before it all happened? Interesting. Is that what you do with your retirement time? Were FBI agents involved in the Buffalo shooting? So we covered all those shootings last hour. But uh, I want to highlight the tie to that discussion. And uh, LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net, if you want the last hour, you can get that. It'll be up after the show. Give us a little bit of time. We put up all the shows, live broadcasts, live radio, turn it into podcasts so you can listen on demand, okay? But anyway, I highlight that it's there because it's relevant and relates to what I want to talk about now. They really are digging into this January 6th thing from a Democrat point of view. So the Democrats have had this narrative for quite some time, which is, hey, and when I say the Democrats, I mean the Democrats and the deep state Republicans that are all in bed with them. So really, the deep state against the rest of the nation is the real discussion, right? Many people are propagandized and confused on this, but that's what it really is. 
Anyway, I digress, except for they, they attacked Donald Trump relentlessly. He said he was part of this dossier. He was in bed with the Russians. It all turned out to be a big old lie, a scandal that went on for a couple of years that now has been proven false. And we now find out that Hillary was behind and ordered the dossier. Um, to the greatest degree, we have criminal activity, but nothing will happen to Hillary. Because the deep state is so above the people that we can't, we can't get to the bottom of it. We've got two classes of people, you and I, that will go to jail in a second if we blink wrong. And then Hillary, who will never go to jail no matter what evidence we find on her. See, that's what we've devolved into. The deep state has created this disparity uh, in, in the populace like that. Anyway, the reason that I tell you all this is they now have the dossiers failed, but now the Democrats and the deep state Republicans have moved to the new narrative, which is, hey, January 6th was an insurrection. And uh, that's a big lie. The truth is there were government provocateurs, just like the school shootings. That's why I say last hour on this hour, absolutely tied together for understanding. Uh, look, there were agent provocateurs in the January 6th stuff. We highlighted a lot of it from Revolver Magazine, where you literally had deep state operatives who, you know what, the government won't talk about at all. They're not indicted. They're not in jail. And they literally caused the January 6th insurrection. So was there an insurrection? Yes, there was. Who by? We don't know, but we know that we've fingered the folks involved, but we can't document their ties because it's all classified, because it's all manipulated, and it's even been brought up by Congress. And all they do is laugh at Congress and say, we're not at liberty to tell you anything, Congress. And what Congress should do is shut down these agencies that thumb their nose at Congress. These unconstitutional agencies that don't have any oversight at all should be shut down immediately, but they're not. They just mock Congress and Congress. You know, you have a couple of good guys that wring their hands and, oh, my gosh, it's horrible. And, and we never get to the bottom of it. But anyway, it's been documented 66 ways from Sunday. The reason that I bring this up, though, is the Republicans now are wringing their hands while the Democrats go ahead and propagandize the nation. Now, this shoot, these shootings and this January 6th issue also relates to election fraud. You say, Sam, what are you talking about? You're all over the map. No, I'm not. Hang with me, people. Hang with me. All right. Understand very clearly what's going on. Please. Please don't be deceived or confused. Stick with me because it'll all make sense. So what happened is on the election fraud thing is that the American people said, hey, we don't believe the deep state operatives. We believe there was vote fraud on January 6th. We're convinced of it. And a lot of people were involved in that narrative enough to truly move the needle and government was afraid of that so when we went to the courts they rejected everything not on the merits of the cases but i'll example this sydney powell hey she's a crackpot attorney a nutcase let's uh question her bar status let's abuse her and sue her and meanwhile we never even got her evidence into court but yet now her name is defiled and demeaned, and, and her character is smirched and destroyed. And, and now Sidney Powell, the one, the Kraken without evidence lady. That's how the mainstream press lies and portrays her. The truth is she had solid evidence backed by affidavits, had every right to go into court and submit that information, but she never got a fair, honest chance. See, I'm backing Sidney Powell. She's not my best friend in the world, but you know what? Why didn't she get to discuss the merits of her case? It's a fair question, is it not? Same thing with the Donald Trump and the Mike Lindell information. I don't know that I believe all that Mike Lindell has to say, but you know what? 
Why did? Why are they not really allowed to get their evidence into court? Why? Why when these different states sue other states? So Texas sued several other states and said, hey. And said, hey, um, you know, you, uh, my friend, don't have a case. Why is that? reality in texas what do you mean texas doesn't have a case texas is saying hey vote fraud occurred because these other states are changing their laws without authority they're just dismissing their laws and doing whatever they want to and then the supreme court says texas you don't have any standing we're not going to debate the merits of the case you don't just you just don't have any standing at all and so texas can't get a redress of grievance we then have all kinds of people that are doing the same thing and they get shut down sheriff smailing is a sheriff in Wisconsin. He literally has evidence of vote fraud that he's turned over to his district attorney in his county. And the district attorney just laughs and says, I'm not going to take any action on this. Sheriff, that was a nice political stunt. Have a nice day. So see, more and more evidence that we don't even get the evidence before the people. And then here's what they then then say in the media. You have no evidence. Well, of course we don't if you can't show it or prove it or document it or or, uh, you know, round out the probable cause beyond with more details, right? So then we have January 6th, and we try to go and get the truth. We say, hey, Congress has obligations to research this and get to the bottom of it. Not necessarily the courts. Congress has the last say. So we go to the White House. We go to Congress. We go to the Capitol, and we say, we want something done here. And then provocateurs create a side rail, derail, incident claim that we're all terrorists that we're all bad guys start a massive dragnet campaign violating privacy everywhere throwing innocent people in jail having them cop pleas based on this idea that hey you know what the fear factor it kicks in it's going to be bad for you if you don't cop to something so people are copping to things like well i didn't really do anything wrong but i shouldn't have been in the capital i know i got pushed in there and i didn't mean to be there but i shouldn't have been there and golly um I, I, I guess I influenced other people to do wrong. And so therefore I, you know, I know I didn't commit any violence in the Capitol. I, I, and so people are copying to all these bogus pleas because they're fearful that they'll go to jail forever if they don't. Anyway, I digress except to say, so then Congress, instead of doing their due diligence and looking into vote fraud, election fraud, like they ought to, right? Congress basically goes, whoa, we had to run for our lives. My goodness, that was crazy town. I felt like I was just, oh, my gosh, I need counseling. I got post-traumatic stress disorder. I'm, oh, that was horrible. And they never even look at what the American people were concerned about in the first place because of the sideshow insurrection scenario. Let me say that again. They never looked into what they were really supposed to because of the sideshow insurrection scenario. Right? I mean, that's really what happened. And so Congress never looked at it. So now we've got a history of the courts never looking at the evidence, never really looking at the merits of the given cases. we got Congress who sidestepped it and, well, supposedly gave their stamp of approval on no election fraud whatsoever. Even Congress says there's no election fraud. But there's over 150 members of the House and Senate that still believe there was. But, of course, the insurrection derailed a real look at the evidence, right? Well, now the sideshow continues. We'll talk about it in seconds on your radio. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine. 
the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. In message one, we said that Satan, the father of lies, John 8:44, gave the left evil, spiritual power the more they used the lies. The political left today is the beast. Now the Bible confirms that the dragon gave him the beast his power. Revelation 13, 2. The extra evil spiritual power that comes from the beast by their lying is what accounts for the string of the leftist criminals in the government that have never yet been prosecuted. It also explains why American capitalists support communism in the 21st century. Note 1. That behavior of capitalists was predicted by Vladimir Lenin, a cell of the beast. Note 2. Henry Ford was a capitalist, and he would have never gone communist. The difference between Ford and the present-day, end-time capitalists is that Ford was born and educated in the Kingdom of Christ, 19th century America, the New Jerusalem, Revelation 21. So the propaganda continues and the fake news continues, ladies and gentlemen, with regards to this dossier narrative, Trump was in bed with the Russians' failure, and now Trump literally created an insurrection. He was going to take over the government. Uh, he was going to go ahead and just create an absolute coup in the country. And, uh, okay, that narrative is a lie, too. We're getting more and more evidence that they are lying on that. Let me give you an example. Stuart Rhodes of the Oath Keepers. Again, a lot of people are jettisoning Stuart and the Oath Keepers, too, saying, oh, my gosh, they were insurrectionists. I don't believe it. Okay, I'm not here to, to tell you I know everything about them. I'm just here to tell you, while you've got supposed inside evidence that Stuart Rhodes and other people collaborated to uh, create the coup or whatever else, the truth is that the Oath Keepers have a long track record of peacefully working through things, rejecting racism, and standing peacefully in every area they've appeared, local to national, and they have said we are at the support of those in authority to ensure stability and safety. Okay? They literally went to places where there was riots, and, and they got on housetops, rooftops, and they protected businesses and homes. They literally go in and coordinate with the local police and with saying and the sheriff and other, saying we'll help you we'll be the eyes and ears for you they literally have rescued people and brought people out safely uh, even in the january 6th incident where they claim that oh they were insurrectionists they were going in to take over there's evidence of oath keepers literally protecting police and escorting them to safety okay the provocateurs are fingered in revolver magazine and in other places 
and nobody's digging into that. But at the same time, the Oath Keepers and everybody who, in my opinion, have a track record of freedom and liberty, they are the ones being absolutely attacked and in jail while the real provocateurs go free. Well, that lie, when Congress wouldn't really look at the evidence on vote fraud, they circumvented it, saying, golly, we had to run for our lives because of an insurrection, and then we had to immediately give our stamp of approval on the elections. That is the biggest reason that I'm convinced there's election fraud. Why were the courts not allowed to look at it? Why was the Congress not really allowed to look at it? Did the patriots really, who were all there peacefully to get Congress to look at it, really betray themselves, create an insurrection? Even if that was the case, fine, hold the insurrectionists responsible, but let Congress look at vote fraud. Why has Congress never looked at the vote fraud? That's the whole reason they were there in the first place. We don't believe the elections. We don't trust them. We believe there's vote fraud. We need to dig into it, and something happens, and Congress never really looks into it. What gives us that? Now they say we have no evidence of vote fraud. They've, they've made that claim, just like the dossier claim lies for a long time. There's no evidence of vote fraud. But now we have people going to jail in Arizona. Now we have sheriffs that have turned over investigation evidence saying here's the evidence to prosecute. And the district attorney laughs and goes, great political stunt, sheriff. <laughs> but people are going to jail, and evidence is coming out more and more and more. Well, what they're doing is they're pushing this January 6th insurrectionist lie to try to cover up for what's going on. And what they want to do is they want to manipulate things before the elections in their favor. And here's the evidence for this. Headline is huge. But the headline says this. An audience of at least 20 million people watched the, quote, first primetime hearing of the House Select Committee's investigation into the January 6th, quote, attack on Thursday night. That's according to Nielsen. So by scheduling a, quote, congressional hearing for 8 to 10 p.m., think about that for a minute, ladies and gentlemen. They schedule it for 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. That way, committee members and Democrats we're hoping to make the case to the biggest audience they could get. Now, they say the number was so big, 20-plus million, that it was in the ballpark of huge television events like a Sunday night football game or something like that. 20 million people. Now, think about that for a minute. In my opinion, that's vote fraud. Why do you say it's vote fraud, Sam? Because what they're trying to do is propagandize the public that, look, all Republicans are insurrectionists. Maybe not the few deep state folks at the top. They're not bad. They're, sen uh, they're more center. Uh, they work with the Democrats. They're the good guys. Lie. But everybody else who brings up vote fraud or brings up January 6th or defends that it wasn't an insurrection by the masses um, is ridiculed and mocked in conspiracy nuts. And now what they want to do is they want to trumpet this to the nation in primetime television and then they want to lie in the media and in the hearings and on TV to make their points. Okay? This is the same lies or these are the same lies they used in the Republicans' silence. The Democrats impeached Donald Trump and they used evidence in their impeachment hearings that was flat-out propaganda lies. 
they claim that people were beaten with fire extinguishers and then so many cops died because of the insurrectionists and the coup that took place. It turned out that evidence was not accurate and was not true. All right? But they're peddling the same porn now with an audience of at least 20 million people. And this just shows how in lockstep the mainstream press is. It also highlights how they have a good guy and a bad guy. A good cop and a bad cop on this. And I'll explain what I mean in just a minute. But understand what I'm talking about. ABC, CBS, and NBC preempted their prime time programming and went into, quote, special report mode to cover the January 6th hearings live. Literally unprecedented. They say although the Thursday night event was huge, it pales next to presidential debates, which is normally like 63 to 73 million people. Or this year's State of the Union address, they say clocked in at about 38 million people. But it's still much, much larger than the audience that would normally watch a daytime congressional hearing. It's much larger. And they say it's in the ballpark of television events such as a Sunday night football game. It's huge. Or the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Believe it or not, here's the breakdown of the numbers that Nielsen has reported so far. ABC, 5.2 million viewers. NBC and CBS each had about 3 million. So that alone between those three networks, about 11 million people. MSNBC averaged more than 4 million people. Now you're at like 15. CNN drew 2.7 million. They say the 20 million figure did not yet include PBS, so the total audience was most likely a bit bigger, they claim. Viewers, they say, who tuned in mostly stuck around for the entire congressional proceeding. Viewership, they say, on each of the broadcast networks remains steady between 8 and 10 p.m. according to half-hour breakdowns by Nielsen. They say while the broadcast networks gave up their prime time entertainment offerings and CNN and MSNBC gave the wall, uh, gave it wall, wow, I'm sorry, gave it, gave the hearing wall-to-wall coverage, there was a conspicuous outlier among the cable news networks. Fox News, the most watched network news in cable, did not carry the events live. Instead, they stuck with their typical or the usual primetime lineups. Now, that's the interesting tidbit. And you would say, well, wow, Fox has proven to be the good guy in this thing. I don't believe so. I don't believe so at all. I believe it's good cop, bad cop, true. But when you have an audience of at least 20 million people watching this and it's literal propaganda, you've got a problem. Now, on one hand, Fox doing a great job not covering it. And Fox says that, hey, there's a bunch of lies here. We're not going to participate in those lies. I'll get to that in a second. But although Fox is not willing to participate in the lies and carry the propaganda in lockstep with everybody else, this is the Hegelian dialectic at, what do you want to say, carried off to perfection is the way, the way I would describe it. Okay, they got the good cop, bad cop. The good cop is now Fox. If 
you're a conservative. If it's the opposite, then, hey, you know what? Fox is just the extreme whacked out right wing, whatever. They don't have near the viewership, near the support. So they've kind of fractionalized it, but they've given a bone to the conservatives in this. But the real issue is nobody's talking about the real answers, the real solutions, the real problem. There's lip service to it. They're even pointing to the right solutions. But there's no mojo for action. Therefore, it'll mean nothing. You got it? I'll talk about the good cop side of the equation. The bad cop side was in lockstep for propaganda. The good cop side, they did a lot of great lip service, folks. Liberty Roundtable Live. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News. U.S. inflation accelerated to a 40-year high. The Labor Department data showed the Consumer Price Index increased 8.6% for a year earlier in the broad-based advances. The widely followed inflammation gauge rose 1% from a month earlier, topping all estimates. Shelter, food, and gas were the largest contributors. When I hear from Montanans, their three most important issues are inflation, inflation and inflation and they start with the price of gas at the pump and the price of groceries in the store that was senator steve danes the u.s federal reserve plans to meet for two days this week this is usa radio news finding great candidates to hire can be like well trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for the needle in the haystack four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day ZipRecruiter the smartest way to hire and right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free that's right free just go to this exclusive web address ZipRecruiter.com slash free that's ZipRecruiter.com slash free ZipRecruiter.com slash free One of the survivors of the mass shooting in Uvalde is still recovering in the hospital, but not from the shooting at the elementary school. It was actually because she suffered a heart attack. 11-year-old Ileana Trevino went to her best friend's memorial, and it was there she began to have chest pains and was rushed to the hospital. Her mom told People.com Ileana was really affected because her best friend would protect her from bullies at the Robb Elementary School. President Joe Biden is visiting New Mexico to talk about his administration's effort to tackle wildfire. This all comes as residents express anger over how federal officials allow planned burns to spread out of control, leading to the largest blaze in recorded state history. This is USA Radio News. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the good cop and the bad cop propaganda, ladies and gentlemen, going on with this January 6th clown show. An audience of at least 20 million watched it. That's a huge number. Now, I realize it pales in comparison to some things, but the number is massive. 20-plus million people. Now, I believe they played good cop, bad cop. Fox didn't cover it exactly. Fox highlighted the conservative position. So that way everybody feels like they're not totally disenfranchised. But the Hegelian dialectic uh, continues. So um, the Fox News hosts, Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, dedicated their shows to January 6th. Both had the hearing playing in a, quote, split screen. But the feed from Congress was muted. While the hosts spent two hours belittling the committee's efforts is the way the mainstream press lies and perpetuates uh, the dishonesty. It's, quote, deranged and we're not playing along, Mr. Carlson said of the hearings. This is the only hour on American News Channel that will not be carrying their propaganda live. They're lying and we're not going to help them do it. What we will do instead is to try to tell you the truth which is just about normal. The Fox News anchors, Brett Baer and Martha McCallan, did cover the hearings live, but did so on Fox Business, which attracts far fewer viewers, ladies and gentlemen. Roughly 223,000 people watched the hearings on Fox Business. So do you see how tiny Fox Business is compared to? But Fox Business that's their token way to say, we're not betraying you completely, deep state. We'll participate, but we got to throw a bone to the conservatives. We'll put our Fox business to the same as all the other in-step, lock, locked-in-step networks. Uh, but we'll have these other hosts who are a little bit more willing to tell the truth. We'll have them, well, put the hearing in a split screen, but yet belittle it along the way. What When Bear and McAllen switched over, to Fox News for a two-hour special. They say an average of 1.3 million watched. Local affiliates, now listen to this interesting tidbit, local affiliates of the Fox News Network had the option of picking up the Fox News feed, so the business feed, cover the hearing live, but they had the choice to do so or not. Some major local Fox stations, like Los Angeles and Chicago, Huge markets, by the way, took the feed while others aired their regularly scheduled content programming. The Fox station in the New York market, for instance, elected to run episodes of MasterChef Junior and Don't Forget the Lyrics. Okay, this is what I'm talking about. Now, that's the whole story, but the reason that I'm calling this election fraud, folks, is because you're getting propaganda in these hearings about the truth. You're hearing from Nancy Pelosi and these kind of yahoos, liberal congressmen and, and, and on this, and you're hearing all kinds of propaganda. You're not hearing our side of the story at all. You're getting lies. Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity who say it's lies, they're telling you the truth. But you know when they're running a split screen so you see the hearing in the background as they belittle it, that they're not doing so in a meaningful way. There's a lot of lip service, but there's not real hardcore questions being answered, demands for accountability or anything. 
They're just going, oh, those guys are liars up there, and it isn't the way they say, and it's nothing but a clown show. And, well, that's all factual. They're not lying. They're telling the truth. But they're not moving the needle with the truth. So there's a whole lot of talk and a lot less action. To borrow the lyrics of a country tune, right? You got a whole lot of talk and no action going on. And that's the problem with what the, quote, outliers at Fox are doing. Fox, for the most part, in bed with the deep state, just like all the other networks. But they've managed to put together um, 20 million people. They can't even get 10% of the nation to watch. 10% of the nation would be just north of 30 million people, maybe like 32, 33 million people. They can't even get 10% of the nation to watch. What percent of that 10% is completely liberal? Virtually almost all of it. Our percentages are much smaller, but much more um, savvy about the truth. The problem is that our side isn't dedicated to action. The liberals are absolutely dedicated to action. What's the inference going into the elections that would make this election fraud or tampering, right? Because fraud's a very difficult bar to hit. What's fraud? Well, you got to prove not only did it happen, but it was intentional, that there was a, a conspiracy reality behind it to make it a fraud thing. Otherwise, it's oversight. It's Okay, everything but, which gets them off the hook, right? Well, I say this is vote fraud because this, again, in conjunction with 10 or 20 or 30 other things, all ends up changing elections. If we didn't have the dossier for the 2020 election lies going on, do you think Donald would have won? I don't know. I can't for sure say, right? But I can tell you that it had an effect, as will this. Here's the deal. There was an insurrection at the Capitol, and we know it, and we're going to prove it. We're going to highlight all the evidence in a congressional hearing, which is not criminal evidence in a court of law at all. It's congressional hearing evidence, and we're going to let all the liberal people tell you that their, their take and ask questions, and we're going to frame it to be a prime-time reality TV show. Do you think that will have an effect on the races coming up in a mere few months? We're in primary time right now, and we're in general election time in November, and all this serves as peddling propaganda porn right before the elections. Oh, my gosh. The insurrection took place. Donald was at the helm of it. Oh, my gosh. Conservative Republicans aren't willing to cooperate with subpoenas. They're in all this literally promoting this heavily. They had the dossier go around 2020. Now they've got the insurrection. So a prime time hearing. Think about that. Think about that for a minute. And you tell me, does that smoke smack of vote fraud? Well, Sam, that wouldn't rise to the level of vote fraud. On its own, you're right. But neither would the other 20 things that are factors. Right? What about the dossier that was last go round? What about And what you do is you put this notion in the minds of Americans that Republicans are all whacked out extreme. Now, I'm not here to defend the Republicans, but the conservatives side all whacked out extreme. Crazy. Created a coup they're so belligerent and frothing at the mouth for control and power. I mean, they're just like Donald. But even so, 
You've got Biden now admitting the border is a problem. Well, where are all the Democrats? Where are all the deep state operatives to say when it was Donald's turn and you mocked him till the cows come home? Now you have the same narrative for Joe? Not identical, but a very similar narrative. Similar narrative that there's a crisis at the border and we've got to admit to it now. We've got to do something about it. We've got to take action. What? Well, I don't know if you know, but a deep state Democrat, former congressman, had to now admit to blatant vote fraud and is in jail over it, but admitted to vote fraud. So we're gaining ground, ladies and gentlemen. It is just absolutely painstakingly slow. It's worse than watching paint dry. The truth shall set us free if enough of us get involved, but if enough of us don't get involved, we'll be ran over like a freight train. It not only takes understanding, but it takes action by the American people. And what they wanted to do with the January 6th is mock conservatives all the way through the elections so they can dishonestly change the narrative and have you full of doubt, full of confusion about, man, I don't dare elect Donald Trump because, golly, I don't want another insurrection on my hands. Lies. So they're sowing the seeds of doubt election-wise. Well, at the same time, they're literally peddling propaganda and lies via this primetime television Reality TV show, the January 6th hearings. 20-plus million people are being affected by this and more through the media. And you don't think that'll have an outcome or an effect on the elections? Well, you combine that with sending out ballots to everybody and their dog in the mail, not having, not having any custody of ballots, and now you see a recipe for, again, each individual item might not be fraud. It just might be well, golly, we didn't mean to send out all those ballots, and some of them are corrupted, but it wouldn't have changed the election there. Or, okay, and think about this. This congressional hearing being scheduled from 8 to 10 p.m., they blatantly admit in the mainstream press that the reason that Congress wanted to schedule this, the congressional hearing for 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, they say committee members and Democrats were hoping to make the case to the biggest audience they could get. Think about that for a minute. Does that affect who you trust and who you believe in? Will the other side of the story be told in the propaganda hearings? I think not. We'll talk about that more in seconds on your radio. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. 
As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm telling you about the propaganda of the good cop, bad cop. Fox playing the, quote, good cop if you're a conservative. Fox being the conspiratorial outlier if you're not a conservative. But they're literally using primetime television to peddle hearings. They want the most amount of people to be aware of what they're going to say. But it's crafted like a TV show. It's a reality TV show, ladies and gentlemen. They're mocking Trump. Because he made everything reality TV, now they're doing it better than Trump ever did. And the problem is the lies. The problem is the dishonesty. But they're not focusing on the real questions that need to be asked and the real accountability that needs to occur. Neither is Fox, really. Fox is giving lip service to a lot of it. Tucker Carlson has said, hey, what about all the hours of video that we're not seeing? How do we get that? Well, Tucker's right. Sean Hannity and others have said, look, this is... But the real question is, why didn't we have Congress investigate the vote fraud allegations? Well, Sam, because an insurrection took place. By golly, we had to. No, you didn't. I agree that if there was provocateurs and, and some bad guys, you had to flee for safety. But you didn't have to skip the investigative part and just rubber stamp the elections. That's what you did, Congress, but you didn't have to do that. In fact, there are so many in your ranks that still believe there was vote fraud that took place. The problem is now everybody's divided. Some think, well, it's already too late for 2020. Just move on. Others are saying, no, we can't move on because 2020 was so critical. Uh, if we don't prove the vote fraud there and, and the system's corrupt, then we can just expect more corruption in 2022 and beyond. We can't let it go. And there's the fundamental divide in America, ladies and gentlemen, that I believe, if we're not very careful, will be the start of a civil war. Now, I don't want it to be that way. I'm just telling you that the problem is the people are so disenfranchised that believe there's vote fraud, election fraud, to the point where, look, January 6th, Congress didn't look at it. The courts didn't look at it. Now there's sheriffs investigating it, but their DAs are just mocking them and shutting down their investigations. There's no redress of grievance for the American people here at all. There's no way to truly get an, a fair audience on the evidence. There's no way to present it and vet it. There's no way to get before a court with subpoena power to gain more information. We have a lot of probable cause and a lot of circumstantial evidence. That's all wonderful and good. We even have evidence that looks like smoking gun evidence. 
but without the ability to dig in and without subpoena power and without, at some point, the authority of government, it goes nowhere. And now you've got the American people so scared to even go to an event to push for a redress of grievance because they're afraid that it'll go like January 6th, flat out off the rails. Then people will be considered insurrectionists, committing a coup. And then, you know, people will be arrested. And, and so we're seeing this, and they're developing the pattern. They're literally using social media and violating everybody's privacy, and they're subpoenaing people and forcing people to testify. And now they're dragging these hearings. It's all ran by the Democrats, don't you know? Because the Republicans committed an insurrection. Well, that's the stupid Republicans that go along for whack, go along with whacked out Donald. The rest of the Republicans, the deep state kind, they're fine. The Mitch McConnells and the what, they're the good guys. They're not. They're not willing to go along with that insurrection uh, conspiracy theory. No, sir. But see, at the end of the day, what you've got is no redress of grievance for the American people. You can't go anywhere and get a fair hearing. You can't go anywhere and create accountability. You can't go anywhere where we debate the evidence. Hey, was there election fraud in your county? Well, of course not, Sam. My county's a small county. My county's a good... That reminds me of the government school people that are like, oh, you know, there's government schools that are bad out there, but mine's good. Then you find out a drag queen show was in your government school too. And then the government lies and says, well, we didn't know that was happening. That was an oversight. No, then we find out they bought off on it. We're seeing that in the news right now about these government schools. And you can say, well, that's not in my county. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But for us to say there's not without an investigation, without transparency and accountability, that's a farce too. So, see, despite the insurrection reality clown show, we need to ask, honestly, was there election fraud in all 3,000-plus counties in America? Was there vote fraud or election fraud in your county? Some would say, no, Sam, 2,000 mules said there was drop boxes that were compromised. We don't have those drop boxes in our county, so no, there's no election fraud. Wait, stop. That's only one allegation of hundreds. That's only one way to commit vote fraud. You got to start asking fundamental investigative questions. For example, did you send out ballots to literally everybody in the county? Did you do mail-in voting? That's a huge custody crisis when it comes to the custody of the vote, ladies and gentlemen. And there could be vote fraud there, and it could have nothing to do with the 2,000 mules evidence. Um, what about the machines? Can we really look into the machines? Can we really get to the bottom of that? How do we? Okay, and so there's so many ways to commit the crisis, the vote fraud, that it's beyond imagination. And it's important that we understand all these. So I bring this up because I think it's directly tied to this January 6th discussion. What they're trying to do is get the nation to go beyond vote fraud. And what they do in the Hegelian dialectic is they marginalize who they're against. So let me give you an example. I'll use simple numbers to make my point. Let's say there's 1,000 people that believe in election fraud. They're going to then divide those 1,000 people. They're going to get 200 of them to say, well, there's vote fraud, I agree, but we're already past the 2,000 elections. We can't do anything about it. Congress has already certified it. We're done. Then you got the group that says, no, let's dig into that. We got we to get to the bottom of that. Then you got the group that says, you know, this is so corrupt, uh, I don't even know the truth and I can't do anything about it. And then you've got that, and, and so you divide, divide, divide. 
That's what's happening with this propaganda, this reality TV show, this, quote, hearing at prime time. That's what they're doing. They're sowing the seeds of division and confusion amongst the populace to the point where they're going to marginalize anybody who believes in vote fraud and has the integrity to take action. A lot of people won't touch it with a 10-foot pole because of the propaganda that I speak of. Well, I don't want to be tied into being an election questioner. If I question the election, I'm virtually part of January 6th. I know I wasn't there, but I'm part of it because I'm carrying forward the same conspiracy theories that made those wackos take extreme action and get in trouble there, see? At the end of the day, a lot of these people will be vindicated. At the end of the day, we'll know the truth. But it might be a day late and a dollar short, kind of like the 2020 elections. They're already trying to say that it's a day late and a dollar short. But see, I completely disagree. I think it doesn't matter when we get to the bottom of the truth. We need the truth to be told, number one. And yes, we may not be able to get Donald Trump back in office. It's already 2022. It's already, what, two years into President Biden, if you consider him the president. It's already two years into his term. You're not going to get that time back. So the problem is, what do we do when we, when we prove vote fraud? Well, we arrest criminals. We make them account for their crimes. If we're not a nation of laws, then what are we? Are we even a nation? Who's in control? If there's no opportunity for a redress of grievance, where are the checks and balances? So you've got to ask these and other hard questions. You got to say, hey, we've got people on video who are committing acts of criminal activity at the Capitol. How come those people are not arrested? You've got thousands of hours of video that somehow classified deep sixed. Why don't we release that? See, in my opinion, what the Republicans should be doing is they should be putting on their own hearing. Yeah, you can say they're the minority party. But they could put on a hearing and get out evidence and have a big bunch of viewers. All we're doing is reality TV now anyway. The Republicans can put together a reality TV show. But all they're doing is wringing their hands going, all those guys are liars. Oh, man, ain't it awful? Oh, woe is us. But they're all really focused on gunning for the election. How can I spin it to where the election will do me good? The Republicans are saying, oh, we're getting outraised. or fun. They're outraising our money. They're, you know, they're, they're. Raising more money than us. We better hurry and play catch up. They're like, oh, look at how horrible these hearings are. They're liars. But what are they doing to move the needle? What are they doing to truly expose criminal activity? What are they doing? They're not, they shouldn't be seeking for power. They should be seeking to pull it down. Transparency is the way you pull down power. Right? So we need all those hours of video. It reminds me of the COVID cover-up. At first, we couldn't get any information. The government literally with with judges and courts tried to say, we're not going to allow the COVID vaccine information to be released until like 75 years in the future. And then they finally got a judge that said, oh, no, you don't. You got to release 55,000 pages a month. Well, now they've been releasing the 55,000 pages a month, and now we're getting pay dirt and evidence that there are hundreds of, of side effects to the vaccines. There it is tied to women's menstrual cycles. It does cross the blood-brain barrier and affect people way beyond what we were told. It does affect every cell of your body, just like we told you that it would. It does appear in breast milk and give children the spike protein, which is very dangerous indeed. It does, and now we have the evidence. 
But see, they peddled the propaganda porn for a couple of years, and it's very hard to undo the uh, initial run, even if the truth is on our side. The mainstream press doesn't care. Well, the same thing's happening with elections. We're getting more and more and more evidence while they continue to say Trump was evil and he created an insurrection. And look at the Republicans that were part of it. They're trying to use that to create a sweep and say, hey, you need to elect us, the Democrats. We might have some extreme views a little bit that the American people don't agree with, but at least we're not committing a a coup. And that's how they roll. And the Republicans, in my opinion, are sitting idly by and and not doing enough to move the needle at all to change the game. We need to, to hold Congress accountable and say, you need to look into vote fraud. And you didn't. And just because some goofballs did some crazy things, which we all disagree with, that doesn't give you the right to just skip your due diligence duty, which you're absolutely obligated to do on behalf of the people that elected you. And the only way we can hold them accountable is if we sweep, if we clean house for their inability and unwillingness to do this. If we don't make them pay at the polls and put somebody else in power, they'll just give it a mandate and say, Hey, the people are fine with me doing this stuff. I'll continue. That's the bottom line with it, ladies and gentlemen. We better do enough to move the needle while we have the opportunity. That's why the CSPA and others are going absolutely doubling down on this vote fraud reality. CSPA.org slash elections if you want to learn more about our efforts there. We've issued a press release. We're working on helping sheriffs come to the table. And we are then going to have a press conference right before Freedom Fest in July in Vegas. That's coming up. More details to come. Keep your eye on CSPOA.org slash elections for that. Final story of the hour, which is a little bit of good news, which we could desperately use. Air travelers into the United States will not need COVID tests anymore. They say starting Sunday morning, passengers will be able to board flights to the United States without a negative coronavirus test. But they say... International travelers to the United States will still be required to be fully vaccinated. That's the shame of it all. But it is somewhat good news. At this point, we'll take what we can get, and we need to press for more. God save the Republic of the United States of America. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net, and BrighteonRadio.com. Spread the word, share the love. We declare this nation shall endure. <laughs> 